Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. All right, what is up? Mindset Monday. Good morning, guys. Um, I want to come on and talk today uh, with a special guest about, I guess, being independent, um, taking your own path, and uh, just forging your own uh, future in life, I think. Um, so my guest is uh, my girlfriend, Amber. Um, she's here and she's said before this, I don't want to mess it up, but I think she's a better speaker than me. So, um, we'll see how she does. What's up, Amber? How are you doing? She's on here. Excited to have her. And we're going to talk about, I guess, being independent and forging your own path because it's not very common these days. And, um, I think we can learn a lot about, um, just kind of being different and forging your own path, being independent. So, let's get right into it. Um, I guess Amber, introduce yourself first. Hi, my name is Amber. Um, as Jake said, I'm his girlfriend. I'm 23 years old, and currently um, in my life, I just graduated from Texas A&M with a degree in genetics. Um, and right now, I am in the application cycle for medical school, hoping to um, start in fall of 22. And just in the meantime, in a gap year right now, and I'm going to be pursuing powerlifting and just kind of helping Jake behind the scenes with RTA property management. Yep. What she did mention was uh, she graduated at A&M in genetics <clears throat> with a 4.0 and had over 160 credit hours. So something that I could probably never do. Um, I'm so business minded. It, it kind of blows my mind when uh, it blew my mind when I met her and she said she had a 4.0. Well, I think I kind of I, I kind of had to pull it out of her. She did. She wouldn't tell me. Um, it's not something I tell a lot of people. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's your GPA? And I was like, three, three. And she's like, no. I said, 3.5. I said, no. And I said, 3.75. She said, no. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. 4.0. And uh, sure, uh, sure enough, she had a 4.0. And then growing up, I was in uh, 4-H. And for those of you who don't know, um, it's basically just a, a team leadership uh, program. And I, I raised barrows, pigs and heifers in that. And you can hold certain type of offices in the clubs. And I think I got up to, to vice president. And I was kind of you know being all macho about it. And um, I was like, what would you get? <laughs> and um, I was like, did you get vice president, secretary? What would you get? And then she didn't say anything. And uh, I think she was the president of 4-H and FFA. And so I was like, oh, well, that's good. You just went up me again. Um, so she's also pretty strong. Uh, she's not weak at all. She's pretty jacked. Jack, more jacked than me. So. Oh, he finally admits it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's who we're dealing with. But I want to talk today about being independent, forging your own path because – um, getting a 4.0 in A&M and uh, going powerlifting and being mass, I guess not masculine, but muscular as a female is not, uh, not the norm for sure. So let's get right into it. Um, 
I, I think me and her were talking about it today over dinner. I just think that, you know, I think too many people just follow the crowd. Um, they do what everybody else is doing because it's comfortable. Uh, they feel left out, FOMO, fear missing out, right? Um, and sometimes I have that too. And really what keeps me going is, what, number one, I don't like other people telling me what to do. Uh, one, I don't really take that um, kindly. I, uh, I told Amber, I, I was a good employee, but I hated not having, having control of my time. I hated uh, not being able to do whatever I wanted throughout the day. And uh, now I just kind of make it work. And um, But we were just kind of talking about relying on our parents or uh, following the, the crowd, your friends, doing what your friends do. And, um, you know, we, we had some banter back and forth, but I think it kind of comes down to, hey, um, when are you going to be responsible for your own life? Um, or if your parents do support you, don't just fall back on them. Um, don't just take it for granted and ride them because they're not going to be there forever. And uh, I'll, I'll let you get Amber's perspective on that. Yeah, so for me, um, one thing is my parents have supported me all throughout college and they still do continue to support me, whether it's um, housing me, uh, food, gas, whatever it is. But like one thing I told Jake, I was like, I didn't go out there and get my 4.0 because my parents told me to or because they were supporting me. Um, It was something that I wanted to do for myself. It was a goal I set for myself and I was going to see that through. So every day for five years, 160 hours later, I reached that goal. And even today, I'm not in school right now currently, but I'm continually striving every day to get myself into medical school. Um, And whether I'm not doing that, I'm trying to better myself in other areas of my life, even though my parents are still supporting me behind the scenes. But, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and and she's very blessed in that that sense. I was very taken care of uh, growing up. Um, Pretty much got whatever I wanted. Um, although I was, I was sort of, um, I was made to earn whatever I wanted to get. That was sort of selfish. Um, and coming to college, I think, I think my dad let me use his credit card for groceries for a, one semester, I think it was. And then he was like, yeah, that's it. No more. Um, and ever since then, I, I think I remember the weekly tabs going from like 160 to 180. I think they're down to about 80 to 100 bucks now. Um, because now I'm paying for it. I pay for gas. I pay for uh, rent, housing, mortgage, whatever it is. Uh, the only thing I don't pay for, I will say, is my phone bill because this is funny. Um, he wants me off, but my mom doesn't because she likes to have my location. And um, <laughs> so she can see me on the Apple iCloud. And uh, so she likes to see where I am. And uh, I don't mind. I mean, that's another 80 bucks a month I don't have to shell out, but... Uh, I'm sure my mom will think that's funny, but, uh, yeah. And like, don't get me wrong too. Like, um, I've held various jobs and I've earned like my extra spending money that I wanted for myself. Like, I remember when I first told my mom that I wanted to get a job, I think it was the beginning of my junior year at A&M and she was like, Amber, like, why do you want a job? I was like, cause I want like, I said, cause I want to work, like be able to work and kind of like earn my own money and like start building up my resume, I guess you per se, in that that area and getting um, references for how I could work as an employee. Um, And, but then like in the end, I realized that like work and trying to get my 4.0, we're just not gonna 
they didn't balance out. So, um, cause I think at that point in that semester of my life, I was getting averaging around four hours of sleep a night and I really don't know how I survived it. Like I say, even to this day that that semester took a piece of my soul with me because that's when I found the gym. That's when I changed my major and that's, and I was working. So there was a lot of new happening in my life. And even this past summer I held a job, but, um, in that sense, it wasn't getting, I wasn't getting the experience I wanted out of it, and I was miserable, and I remember talking to Jake about this, and he was like, no amount of money is worth being miserable for, so um, now I'm just kind of pursuing better opportunities. Yep, um, and I think that kind of, we'll, we'll parlay that into what we were talking about earlier. It was, um, it was, I guess being independent and uh, making your own decisions for your own life. And I think most people, most people my age, you know, 20, 21 years old, they're still operating under the wing of their parents. Um, and some aren't, some, some aren't. I mean, like, uh, like my roommate Mason, like couldn't like just straight up independent, like couldn't care less what anybody else thinks. Uh, he's going to do what he wants to do. Right. And, uh, so I'm kind of used to it. I'm kind of used to everybody kind of going their own way and doing their own thing. And then sometimes when I, you know, we're 20, 21 years old in college, sometimes when I ask people if they want to go do something or can they do this, can they do that, and they're like, oh, yeah, let me talk to my mom or dad. And I'm like, whoa, um, you know, that's crazy. I, like, I don't know. It's it's such a different world because I uh, I don't even know if I, like, I don't even know if I told my parents that I was going to buy a house or two houses like, I think I told them my plan, sort of, but they always let me kind of go do what I wanted and figure it out, and luckily it was good things. Well, and if they were going to tell you no, you weren't going to listen to them anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I listened to them, but uh, yeah, I think my mom knows this. When I was growing up, if, if I wanted something, I would pretty much try to get it no matter what. It usually wasn't bad, but, you know, it was it was the, the snack I wanted or the, the drink I wanted, whatever, the game I wanted, and... Uh, but now it's more like, hey, I'm going to go buy this house and I don't care what you think. I'm going to go um, get into this debt to buy this house and rent it out. And I don't really care what you think because, you know, most, most of this stuff is, is big time, big time things that, you know, 30, 40 year olds do, not 20 year olds. Like I don't, I still don't really know why people give me money to go flip houses, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Well, and, like, there's a difference between, like, your parents telling you what to do and them offering you advice, too. Because you definitely listen to them for advice, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, me and my mom text a lot. My dad is pretty blunt, but, um, he, he'll tell me what I need to hear. My mom will, will give me the, the why behind it. Um, but, yeah, they, uh, they, they sort of guide me. Let me do what I want to do. Guide me. And, uh, but they don't restrict me, which is really good, I think, because I think most parents, uh, just just from my parents, I guess me looking at my parents, I think they did a really good job in helping me uh, grow but not restrict, I think. Uh, you know, having some walls to, to guide me but not necessarily restrict me um, from going up. I don't know. Because uh, I, I know a bunch of, a bunch of parents are, are, you know, telling their kids, hey, you need to focus on uh, getting your good grades and you need to um, focus on going to bed or doing your studying or uh, you can't go to this game. You can't go to that game because you got to get these good grades. And um, 
I just take it upon myself to, you know, my consequences are my consequences. My my choices or my actions um, have consequences, right? Like if I go out and I try to make some money and I get a C on my test, well, cool. I have to deal with that, right? Like I think most people um, – I think most people are are helicopter. Um, I don't know if uh, it's advantageous long term because then the kid doesn't get to experience uh, or or learn learn the hard way sometimes, which is really all I've done in, in real estate is learn the hard way. Um, but now you know I know how to go make a hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars next year because I learned the hard way and they let me do it right. Um, and they did let me do it because they, they could have just shut me down, right? They're still my parents. Um, but, yeah, I wonder what you think. Um, I was just kind of thinking that it all kind of also depends on, like, what your goals in life are, too. So, for me, like, my next school, like, leaving school was medical school. So, it was more school. So, um, like, good grades were a big deal for me. Whereas, like, with Jake and what he's doing, he's, in a sense, doing already what he, what he wants to do. And school's a little bit lower on the total pole for him, so we're a little bit opposite there. Um, Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so, for me, it was important that school was, like, my job. And, like, for him, it's not. And so, um, like, even to this day, um, just kind of, like, what I'm doing and what I'm pursuing is a little bit different from him. Um, he kind of joked, he was like, if we were both entrepreneurial mindset, we might be, like, clashing too much. Um, so, at least we have, like, our differences there where we can kind of balance each other out, too. Yeah, it actually, I think it helps grounds me um, because if I had the stress and, and worry of, of two entrepreneurs in the house, uh, I'd probably go insane, honestly. I, I don't know if my brain would ever turn off. Um, so grateful that, that she is very uh, uh, outgoing and, and trying to be better every day, but just in a different sense. Obviously, we love the gym, but uh, some of the stuff in the, in the school – or in uh, grades and school that she does, I could never even think about doing. I'm sure she thinks the same thing on my end, but uh, she gets to see it every day, and and we'll see how she gets through medical school. I don't know how she's going to do it, but I know she'll do it. I think one thing that's cool, too, is um, we're both just, like, forging our own path. We're not really following in the footsteps of anybody. Uh, so I kind of like that, and I think that was one thing when we first started dating that Jake told me. He's like, I kind of like that you're your own person and you do what you want and you don't follow um what anybody else is doing and I kind of pride myself on that too because like I've been independent for so long and so I never had to like I I talked to my roommate Grace one time I told her how I had a friend who liked the gym I had a friend who had an ag background I had a friend um who was also pursuing medical school I never had one group of friends that we did everything together I had friends in 10 different areas and I was like I could never be like hey all 10 of y'all want to do this because we never had the same thing in common and so I just kind of found different outlets everywhere in my life to put myself and to kind of forge my own path yep yep I think it uh I think it's really important to forge your own path and and if you are you know still under your parents wing show them that you have some ambition to be able to support yourself or or do things your way because I think a big thing is you know, you're just you're growing up. You don't know you don't know any better. And but that stems from you know you're you're very maybe not coddled, but uh, you're relying on your parents, right, for guidance. And you know once once you figure out and 
and learn on your own um, what to do in life, and then you know how to how to support yourself uh, personally. I think those are really big life lessons that you just you just need. Like I don't I don't know um, how it's going to affect a lot of people when they have to leave and and they're you know they have a car payment and then they have a big rent payment, groceries. Um, it just hits you hard, and uh, you know I know it did for a while there for me. Um, got I got trapped in the the car payment game and the the rent and the stuff like that and. And I just kind of took action and, and figured it out. But, um, you know, it takes a while. But just kind of show your parents, hey, I, I got some ambition and I can do this myself. Um, yeah. And then they're, they're still going to be there to help you out. But they're not going to restrict you because they know that you're ambitious. Yeah, I like that you said that. Kind of giving um, your parents a reason to support you. Because I know me personally knowing that my parents do support me. And that they are continually working every day, even though they're both past retirement age, to one day potentially also support me through medical school. And the fact that I know that, it makes me work harder and it makes me not want to give up. And to know that, like, their hard work is being put to something, like, greater. You know, my parents, every day, one of their goals was just to give me better opportunities than they had back in the day. So, me... So personally, knowing that they did all that work for me, I don't want any of that to just go down the drain. I want to show proof of their hard work as well through my hard work. Yep. And I think that that, uh, that doesn't really dawn on you until you kind of wake up and figure out you know, how hard your parents worked. I think I remember my dad, uh, for 15 or 20 years, woke up at 3.30 a.m. and told, told the bird, see you later, bird, every morning, and... Uh, would get home at three thirty four to go work out or be at our football games and stuff like that. And uh, that's grueling. I mean, he got like four or five hours of sleep every night for like 20 years. And uh, it's just pretty crazy because um, I could not imagine doing that. And I think him doing that set me up for success. And then it put, put in my head that, you know, hey, if that's possible, what else is possible, right? Because I think uh, – if he can do that, uh, I can go do a, a lot more because he set me up uh, to succeed. And uh, he's just getting started. I know I'm just getting started. And and so I'm, uh, I'm going to try to give my, my kids a, or a, <clears throat> an even better opportunity than I did uh, to succeed because, it, you know, the world isn't, isn't, uh, isn't too nice. And you, you kind of got to take initiative and do it yourself. Yeah, I kind of feel like my dad and your dad have a similar story there. So, like, my dad doesn't come home until it's dark outside. And so that's why I always say I like when daylight savings time ends because that means he gets home at 6 and not 9 o'clock because my dad will not come home until it's dark and there's nothing else that he can do because he can't see outside. Um, and so I always appreciated that. And I think, too, just recently now he's gotten more into his cattle business and that's what he genuinely loves to do and is passionate about. And he just now sold his first load of cattle on his own by himself. And I know he was super excited about that. And so he's just getting started there and growing that as well. Yep. Yep. I think it's pretty good. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, a few – just the, the couple points is is uh, see see how much your parents have, have sacrificed. And don't really just rely on them to get you going because um, they are obviously very self-sufficient. And I think – 
you know, right now you say, oh, I'm only 20. Well, yeah, you're only 20, but you're actually, you're already 20, right? In three years, you're going to be on your own, man. At 26, you got to legally get off their insurance. And uh, I know people who stayed on their insurance for a long time and still chief off their, their moms. And it's just like, man, come on. Like by 26, I'm going to be a freaking millionaire. Like, like no question. And it's, it's kind of like, come on, don't, don't be, don't be a victim of your circumstances. Just, just take action and get it done. So, uh, I think you need to take, take some, uh, initiative in your life and, um, just go after what you want. And honestly, I would say screw what everyone else thinks. Um, that's kind of how I operate. Not necessarily screw what everybody else thinks, but if people try to pull you down, um, uh, to their level, screw, screw them, screw what they think, right? Go do, go do what you want to do. Wear that dress, um, wear that hat, wear those shoes, drive that car, do that job. Um, whatever makes you the happiest and is best for you. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Also just, um, don't follow people just because that's what everyone else is doing. Uh, that's just a big thing lately. And I think if you are going to follow them, know why you're following them, or if there's a bigger purpose to following them, know that as well. Otherwise, just don't be afraid to do what everyone else isn't doing um, and do your thing and own it, just like Jake said. Yep. I think you need to follow the uh, follow the leader who is doing what you want to be doing, right? Like, or become that leader. Right. True. Um, but, you know, not everybody not everybody's a leader, but, you know, if you want to be a leader, all you have to do is go lead by example. Leaders don't project. They don't tell people what to do. They don't pull people away or, or any of that. They just show people what they're doing and how to do it. And that is by definition a leader, right? Leading by example is the only way, I think. So forge your own path. Go the, go the, the uncharted trail and uh, do your own thing. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate you guys. 101 sound. Fuck what they talk out. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah, getting it every day. I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah, I'm getting it every day. These niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new.